Thanks for listening to Embodied Astrology. My name is Renee. I'm an embodied intuitive and consulting astrologer. These free month-ahead horoscopes are intuitive channelings and explorations of overarching themes, opportunities, and challenges for your sun and rising signs in the season ahead. In this episode, you're tuning in to the audio horoscopes for Leo season, July 22nd through August 22nd, 2021. I always suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and rising signs. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. If you prefer to read rather than listen, you can also now find written transcripts of these horoscopes on my website. Remember that astrology is a creative practice of interpretation and a symbolic language. Every astrologer has their own perspective on what the symbolism is saying. As you connect with the horoscopes I'm offering you here, please listen through the lens of your own intuition. Make the meaning that is meaningful for you, take what works, and leave the rest. These horoscopes and transcriptions are offered for free. Your donations and subscriptions support this work and sustain the people who make it happen. Check the links in the show notes to leave a tip or make a one-time donation. You can find more information about my extended content subscription in the show notes or on my website. Other ways to support this work include sharing it with your friends and networks and leaving affirmative reviews on your favorite listening platforms. Thank you so much for your support. Happy Leo season, everyone. Are you ready to take your interest in astrology to the next level? Are you interested in exploring astrology experientially and cultivating your embodied intuition? You can now pre-order my new online embodied astrology workshop series, Your Chart is a Body, an introduction to embodied chart reading, where you'll learn to identify, interpret, and synthesize the three main components of an astrology chart, signs, planets, and houses, all through an embodied somatic lens. This workshop is specifically designed for body workers and healers, therapists, physical performers, dancers and actors, and others who are interested in the intersections of astrology and somatics. Intermediate and advanced astrologers will gain somatic techniques and perspectives that will help deepen and integrate their practices, while beginning astrologers will appreciate an approach to this symbolic language that leaves a majority of the math and complicated delineation rules behind and gives access to astrology through the immediate wisdom of the sensing body. The recorded class will be released in early October. Pre-order now and receive a $75 discount through the end of August. Check the show notes or embodiedastrology.com for more information. Hello Capricorn, welcome to your month ahead audio horoscope for Leo season, July 22nd through August 22nd, 2021. This again is a horoscope for Capricorn and Capricorn rising folks. All right, well, 2021 is, you know, a little over halfway over and I'm wondering how you're doing because this is quite a year. A lot has been changing in the world for everybody, uh, structurally, politically, environmentally. <laughs> there are so many things that need to change, and any of us are feeling this in our personal lives. All of us are feeling this in our personal lives um, in some way, shape, or form. And what is happening in the outer world that we can see uh, in terms of people trying to figure it out? negotiating, arguing, um, being at standstills, having drama, having a lot of conflict, 
making things happen, making things work, new innovating strategies. That's all happening for people in their personal lives as well. And that means you, Capricorn friends, you are restructuring, you are figuring some things out, you are trying to do things differently, you are probably coming up against some significant conflict, uh, and that's the name of the game, that's the theme. But as we get into Leo season, it feels like a lot of the pieces that have been swirling around that maybe we haven't totally known what to do with or that have been feeling kind of confusing or up in the air, um, some of them start to land. Not all of them. This is a year, as I've talked about so many times now in horoscopes and my year ahead or month ahead uh, overviews, 2021 is a year of change and restructuring. And that means that it's hard to make plans. It's hard to know what we're doing or why. And things are up in the air. But they don't stay like that forever. And some things are starting to land. And in Leo season, landing is happening. Not everything, some things. We enter the season on July 22nd, and the next day is a full moon. And this is a um, the first of two full moons in Leo season, in Leo's opposite sign, Aquarius. Um, these full moons bookend the season. I think that they introduce some really important themes, um, and they, they wrap them up at the end. And because Aquarius is a sign that has so much activity in it this year, um, and this activity is very much the hallmark or the signature of 2021 in its essence, then Leo season is a time when a lot of what this year's energy and themes are evolving around get condensed in some way. We really have a strong focus and whatever it is that we're trying to do, whatever these pieces are that are spinning around, um, we might actually make some headway. There might be some feeling of like, okay, this is where that piece landed. Now I can move on or that's where that piece landed. So I got to pick up that other piece and change it around now. Something like that because it is a restructuring time much to the chagrin, I think, of many Capricorns out there, that it doesn't totally feel very easy to figure out what the direct path forward is all the time. So for you, what is getting clarified really comes down to, I would say, your values and how you are prioritizing um, certain aspects of your life and your being, um, how you're going to sustain yourself and that could be very practically, like what, what do you need to sustain your life? What do you need to sustain your projects? What do you need to sustain your health? Um, and what you need to be the person to live the life that you want to live in terms of actual tangible facts, you know, like uh, in order to be the person that you want to be, you absolutely need to take a nap every day, you know, or you absolutely need to eat three meals. Like if you don't take a nap and if you don't eat three meals, then your energy is dysregulated and you're cranky. I'm not saying that's in your horoscope. I'm saying that there's something that's coming up in the horoscope about very practical, very tangible things that you need in order to live the life that you want to live and in order to sustain yourself in living this life that you want to live. 
practical and tangible could be money. They could be time. They could be certain um, activities or something like that. There also, I think, are the practicalities and the tangibility of things that are uh, less material and more energetic that have to do with vibration, you know, with a quality of an interaction. And so very practically, an example would be in order for you to be the person that you want to be in the world, you need to have friends who are honest with you that you feel that there can be a level of transparency and trust, that they're going to give you feedback that you can trust. And that's the thing that you need to be the person you want to be in this world. Or in order for you to sustain the work that you're here doing, you need to feel inspired by it. You know, that's not as tangible as say, like you need to make $2,000 a month or something like that, but it's still nailing something down for yourself. This is what I need in order to be the person that I want to be, in order to live the life that I want to live. These are the big themes this month. They have to do with your values, with your preferences, and how you are prioritizing your needs. Um, And the first full moon brings a lot to the surface. And so at this first full moon, um, there are several planetary aspects occurring around the full moon that feel like you just have a lot of content, like a lot is surfacing in your mind. There may be um, pretty potent conversations that are happening at this time um, that are bringing even more to the surface. You might be experiencing in yourself a lo- just a lot of stuff coming up or there might be a lot of uh, demand on your time and your attention or something. You got a lot going on is what I'm saying. And that first full moon is uh, in some ways it's kind of, it feels to me like it's just bringing you a lot and it's going, okay, sort it out. And sort it out in a practical, straightforward way. What is actually the most important thing to deal with first? And I think that this is an important uh, place to refine a little bit, uh, especially for Capricorn, because uh, y'all Capricorns have particular ideas about process and what is important to get at first. And sometimes you miss things, we all do, right? And for Capricorn, what you can miss is actually what is more subtle and less obvious. And it may be that a lot surfaces as we get into Leo season, you feel really overwhelmed and you're like, okay, well, I need to deal with this fire because it's raging, so I have to put it out. And yeah, you might need to put something out, but also, is that a fire that's been burning for a while? Has it burnt before? Is this the same fire that you've already put out a whole bunch of times? Why do you need to keep putting it out? Is there something that's happening on a deeper level that actually is the priority, that actually needs you to look at it so that you can be more sustainable in your efforts as you move forward? That's an example. With what's surfacing around this full moon, I would invite you, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling like there's a lot to be considering, um, I, I would invite you to try and get into the essence of what the issue is or what the issues are. And one great way to do this is to somatically inquire. 
and to feel in your body whatever it is that's surfacing and to try and feel how do the many details of what's coming up all tie in together. And is there some kind of central space that they're all swirling around? I'm imagining a storm, you know, and the way that the eye of the storm is very still, but then all the all around the eye of the storm, all this stuff is swirling around. And that's kind of how I feel as I'm tuning in with this full moon in your chart, is that if there's a lot that's coming up right now, there's probably something that is similar or a common thread between all of these different elements, and that's the place to focus. And you don't want to divert your energy in one of the gazillion areas that could be pulling your focus. And this is going to require you to get quiet and not to be super mental, but to be more embodied and to really listen to your deeper intuition and go, okay, what's at the crux? What's at the core of whatever is coming up? Now, some of you might feel like around this full moon, what you're getting is that big picture download. You're getting a ton of information. You're like, holy shit, this all goes together. All these various pieces that I was feeling as many different things are actually part of the same thing. Here's the pattern and here's how I deal with it. So working with this full moon energy, again, tune in with your body, tune in with anything that's arising, that's taking up a lot of energy and taking up a lot of space and try and feel if there are connections, what are the connections and what are they all orienting towards and then focus on that thing. And I would say you could take that kind of inquiry or process into the rest of your month um, and it would be really useful for you but especially at the beginning of Leo season that could uh, produce some insight or help you clarify insight that's already happening for you. As we get into August um, we are getting back into some kind of process that you have been uh, working with throughout the year over the last couple of months it may have felt like you took a little bit of a departure but now as we come back into August and for the rest of the year you're really focusing on tangible actionable uh, issues that are related to sustenance. For some of you, this is very much about your finances and you are trying to clean it up. You're trying to sort it out, make the budgets for yourself, figure out what you need to do. Um, for some of you, this is uh, something else, something else that has to do with resources, sustainability, etc. And maybe for many of you, if not all of you, there's something that you're working on that has to do again with your value and potentially with your self-confidence and how you're valuing yourself. And just like you might need to clean up your finances or make a budget for yourself, you might need to also take a look at um, what expenditures are you making of your own energy? Where are you allowing your energy to leak out? And where do you need to shore up and fortify your boundaries? And insecurity and self-doubt are certainly places where your energy can leach, leak out of you. Um, but so are rigidity and like authoritarianism or control or like really fixed ideas of how something should be. That's also a place where your energy can leak out of you. And so I'd encourage you to check out your boundaries and discern like what, what are you, what are you letting into your field, you know, and what are you magnetizing or attracting 
uh, based on what is happening for you internally when it comes to your self-confidence and when it comes to the ways that you value yourself. And insecurity and self-doubt can manifest as leaky porous boundaries or as rigidity and control or fear-based you know, tactics or something like that. And it feels like you're trying to steady yourself and know who you are and know what you have so that you can express yourself in the world in the ways that you want to and do the things that you want to with your life. Um, And this is also a big theme for Leo season and for the rest of the year. And so I mentioned that at the beginning of the year, it felt like you were really working with some particular themes. They may have had to do with finances, with self-esteem, with value systems, uh, with some kind of issues around sustainability or security. And now as we get into August, uh, these themes are coming back into the forefront and you're ready to work on them. You have some new information from now through October. You're still in some kind of... um, gathering of information or reflection space. But then as we move into the end of the year, October through December, I think you're really going to be pretty systematic and matter of fact around organizing yourself with whatever needs to get structured when it comes to this area of your life. Okay, let's see. Um, The first week of August, really from, I would say, August 31st, excuse me, July 31st through August 8th, um, lots of really powerful aspects and then a new moon. And so this span of time from July 31st through August 8th, in in my body as I tune in with your chart, with the Capricorn chart, um, what I'm getting is... Um, Really, I'm feeling a lot of energy around exchange. What you're giving, what you're getting, what you're asking for, what you think you want, and what you're willing to put in to get what you want. Um, This can have to do with relationships, with money, with work, with sustenance, with family issues. Um, How you orient with your own energy is going to determine whether or not you get the thing that you want and whether or not you can receive it if it's if somebody's trying to give it to you, if your life is trying to give it to you. Because a lot of times people get what they want and they can't say yes to it. And a lot of times, this happens all the time, you know, opportunities are arising for people to have exactly what they want and they get freaked out, they, they resist it, they run the opposite direction. So something's coming up for me as I look at your chart that has to do with this energy of um, receptivity and exchange. You might be putting it out into the world that you want certain things, but then you get those things and you poo-poo them. You know, you you turn away or you get those things and then you get so fearful that you're going to lose them that then you squish them, you know, or stifle them or something. Um... You really, I think, can have what you want to a certain extent, you know, to the extent that it's possible. You can manifest what you want for your life. You have a lot of manifesting potential in your chart right now. Um, But what you manifest and how has everything to do with this energy of exchange 
and what you're giving and what you're expecting to receive. And what I was talking about just a moment ago when it comes to your boundaries, to the ways that you leak out your energy, um, to sensations of rigidity and control or like permissiveness and uh, flakiness or something. Um, these are all things to kind of look for throughout this month. And in this first week of August, uh, what I would say is you have incredible power to manifest in this week. Um, if you want to create something in your life, if you want to experience something in your life, you want to work with the energy of whatever it is that you're trying to call in and notice for yourself where you block it because you don't think you deserve it, you don't think it will stay, uh, you're not up for the job, <laughs> you know, um, or you're fearful of it. Like it's like, oh, I really want that, but then, you know, you're fearful. Like what happens if you get that attention that you want, you know, it's a big one for a lot of people. It's like, oh, I really want attention. And then you get attention and then you don't like it, you know, because it's uncomfortable to have people looking at you and it's a, it's a responsibility. So meditate with what you want and what do you want? You know, that's a huge question. Answer it however you want. Um, Think about it all, <laughs> everything, everything you want, you know, meditate with it and do a little self-inquiry, self-seeking um, around the energy of receptivity. And also you, you can think about what you're giving, you know, like what are, what, what do you offer to the world, to your relationships, to others from whomever, whatever it is that you're wanting from, like, are you giving you know, are, are you um, do, doing an equal amount of work? Are you making the space? Or, you know, there's that as a question. But for me, I'm more compelled right now to ask you, are you even open to it? You know, is there something that is blocking you on the receptivity end? Uh, and if so, work with it. And you can work with it energetically by tuning into it, by noticing that it's there, by getting curious about it, by loving it, by seeing that your resistance or fear might be useful at some points, by considering where did this come from? Did you have training around this? Is there trauma? Is there ancestry? Things like that. Um, but then really trying to attune to the somatic cues that you get when you're blocking the thing that you want. And so just to go back to my earlier example, which is just an example, if you want attention, but then anytime anybody starts to look at you, uh, you, you know, squish up your face and your belly gets really tight and you get, you feel kind of nervous, that's, those would be somatic cues. Because in that moment, you might not be cognizant that, oh, you're getting attention and that's actually a thing that you want and it's making you uncomfortable. In that moment, you're just feeling discomfort, right? That's what's real. But if you start to clue into what are the somatic cues of your resistance, of your fear, of your insecurity, um, of whatever it is that you're identifying is blocking you from having or expressing or manifesting what you want, then 
all you have to do is pay attention to the somatic cues. And when you notice that your belly is clenching up or your face is getting really squished or whatever the cue is, then you go, oh, I'm going to relax my belly. I'm going to relax my face. I'm going to get out of my internal confusion and look out at the world and take a deep breath and say yes to whatever it is that I'm inviting. And it might give you more power, more tools for recognizing when you're shutting down to what it is that you want, or alternately, when you're saying yes to what it is that you don't want. Because right now, you are really trying to discern for yourself what you want, what you don't want, and how to get it. Let that new moon be a time of meditation for you around your deepest desires and the power that you have to manifest in your life what it is that you want. As we move out of the new moon and into the end of Leo season, uh, planets are shifting into new signs, aspects are forming that make me feel like people are putting the places in peace. And so at the beginning of the horoscope, when I was like, things are floating all around, who knows what the fuck? It's like at this point, as we get into the end of Leo season and we start to move into Virgo's energy, um, things really start to come into place. And leading up to the last full moon on August 22nd, I think you're getting insight. Things are clicking for your, you. You're going, okay, this is, this is how I want to move. This is what I can say yes to. This is what I want to say no to. This is how I open to what I actually want. It feels like things are starting to slide into place. And then as we get into that last full moon, you get a lot of power at that full moon. That last full moon on August 22nd is a really powerful one for Capricorns and for any, anyone that has, um, predominant earth placements in their chart. And so as Capricorn sun or Capricorn rising, this is definitely a full moon for you to tune in with because it feels like a lot of things start to integrate, come into place, um, and you know what to do with them. So in the first full moon, you're trying to sort something out. Uh, as we get to the second full moon, you figure something out. <laughs> and this whole month is a discernment process. Um, what are you saying yes to? What are you saying no to? Um, what, do, what do you want to let into your space? What, what do you desperately want to let into your space, but you're terrified to do so? Uh, any work that you can do over the course of this season to investigate your shadow, your inner body, your psyche, your, your kind of like deep, complicated spaces would be super useful. And I will also say that any work that you can do this month to shake it off and have a good time and remind yourself why your life could be enjoyable in any given moment will also be super helpful. I hope any or all of that is super helpful to you. Um, if you want more astrology, please check out your year ahead report. That's an hour and a half long reading that focuses on the major themes, opportunities, and challenges in 2021 for Capricorn. You can find my extended readings in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. You can also find regular astro updates and little insights that I post on Instagram if you follow me at Embodied Astrology. And finally, for those of you who are wanting to support this work and wanting to learn astrology more deeply, 
Uh, you can become an extended content subscriber. You can subscribe by donation. And with your subscription, you get access to my month ahead calendars, to worksheets and tools to help you learn astrology, uh, to a workshop where I go over the month ahead astrology and give you an embodiment practice and tools for working with your chart, and to another workshop where there is online space uh, for conversation, Q&A, community building. Both of those workshops are on Zoom. They're open to subscribers and the recordings are available to you throughout the month. Um, as I said, becoming a subscriber is a great way to support this work and these free offerings. Other great ways to support this work include sharing it with your friends and family, subscribing, rating, and reviewing on your listening platforms, and of course, your one-time financial donations. Your tips are so deeply appreciated. Thank you for listening. I'm wishing you all the best in Leo season and beyond.